This is the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel, and it's episode number 120. Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seidel. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea here. I hope you're doing amazing. Welcome to the podcast. I highlighted such a great book. I know I say that every week, but this book is a little different. This book, a lot of people direct message me and private message me and they requested this book. So I am highlighting this book just because, you know what, my loyal listeners, they put in a request for me and you know what, here I am. I'm delivering. (laughs) So this book is called Didn't See That Coming, Putting Life Back Together when your world falls apart. This book is by Rachel Hollis. Now I have to say it's a really easy read and it's definitely a really nice book that has a lot of big feelings in it. And, um, you know what? There's hard lessons in life. And so she really has almost like she's talking to you as your best friend. That is how she approaches this book. So please take everything with a grain of salt and just like your best friend is giving you support when you are going through a struggle. Now, I have to say though, if you are going through tremendous struggle and you are, um, not thriving right now, there are so many other resources that you can draw on that will really help you with coping strategies and resiliency skills um, that I would really encourage you to delve into a lot of these other books that would help you in, in that regards or seek out therapy and things like that too. So in other words, this book isn't the be all and end all for building resilience, but it's a wonderful, inspirational kind of light read that helps lift your spirits and, and perhaps might make you feel a little more empowered. So yes, so let's jump into this book. Welcome to the podcast. This is where I highlight books. I suck out all the actionable nuggets and I present them to you so that we can apply these to our lives, right? So there's lots of little nuggets in these books and I always encourage you if something sparks your interest to go out and purchase the book and support the author because let's face it, books change lives. But you know what? We have to make sure that we're applying all that learning and knowledge. So yes, so something to spark your interest, definitely go out and and purchase the book. So she talks all about fear, grief, loss, betrayal, and you know, she has felt all those things and she does walk us through, um, all these things that she has, um, experienced and she knows what it's like. And she takes you, she, she takes you to the other side of that within this book. And, um, so when it comes to hard seasons is how she put it in her book, the death of a loved one, divorce, loss of a job, transformation. It's really, really, you know, times of change is, it's so impossible. It sometimes feels impossible rather when we are struck with grief and uncertainty and it can dominate our days. So 
I love the title of her book, right? Especially when we didn't see that coming. It Her book really does reveal that, you know what, it's all about life rearranging itself. And Rachel Hollis, she really does write that it's up to us on how we get through that pain and that we can go through it and it's going to change us for the better. It's going to help us learn. It's going to help us grow. Um, and, and it's really important to do that in order to not get stuck in one place um, where your identity identity actually becomes rooted in what has hurt you. And so what she does is she really does walk us through, you know, whether it's past or present, uh, she, her book really provides almost like a compass, um, that guides the reader as you kind of go through ways, um, and things that maybe have been traumatic for you or troubles that you have in your life. And, um, she really does have that feisty go-getter and, you know, she's a powerhouse of a woman. So she really does um, put that in her book and you really feel it and it's playful. It's, you know, it's almost like your best friend supporting you along the way here. Now I have to say though, there's there's not a lot of resiliency tools built right into this and there's not a lot of science. And you know, I'm a stickler for science. I absolutely love um, facts and knowledge that is supported by the evidence of science. And so this book doesn't have a lot of that. So if you're looking for it, it's not going to be in this book, but there are, you know, just look at this book as a wonderful empowerment or an inspiration to help you when you're wrestling with these vulnerabilities or these insecurities or these times of struggle because she really does help us walk through and to see it as a stepping stone, um, towards, you know, um, resiliency, a stepping stone. Um, so she, her, basically the book is a really nice validation that we are all human and that we are all going to experience pains in life and struggle. And, and as you know, that that is the, the premise of the world of positive psychology in that, um, we can even like life isn't just going to be sunshine and butterflies. Like there are going to be challenges and struggles is about building resiliency and building the tools of resilience so that you can bounce back better. And that's the science of human flourishing. So her book is a wonderful journey um, that she really walks you through and it really does help, you know, on many levels. So let's jump in. So she first talks about identity, uh, the new you. So it's almost like um, speak your truth every day. She talks about having the courage to admit who you are, even if it's only first to yourself. And she does basically say like, you know, that you need to claim a new identity um, for yourself when you've gone through struggle and when you've gone through challenge. So it's creating a new identity. And she talks about creating boundaries for yourself. So every time someone in your life does something to upset you, she basically says it's because you're being selfish to, to admit that it's hurting you. And she does say that it's when you need boundaries or these boundaries actually can help you um, be who you want to be. So these boundaries are set for you and that you're in charge. That's how she put it within her book. So it means that you're free to say no to things that do not feel good, um, or that you're not feeling. And she talks about being willing to draw the line on, you know, so that you can do things that are good for you or things and draw the line on things that you don't want in your life. And this is part of forming your new identity. 
She also talks about um, acknowledge that identities will evolve. So just having that acknowledgement that people can and do change and that evolution is uncomfortable because it's stepping out of our comfort zone. But that's normal. As we evolve, we will be feeling this sense of change. And so she does suggest within her book to frame change as a positive attribute to moving forward with your life. And that's a really nice positive way of looking at things. Then she also talked all about stop questioning your suffering. Um, So setting your intentions for your journey. So she talks about the older you become, the more you understand that you get to choose how you do anything. And so she does identify, she suggests that we identify how we want to show up for ourselves. And in positive psychology, we also talk about that idea of, you know, you at your best self. So taking a breath and visualizing yourself at you at your best and, you know, what does that look like? How do you want to be? How do you want to show up in life? And then building those um, characteristics or those habits that you need into your life in order to be that best version of yourself or you at your best. Um, So then she does talk about get yourself a judgment-free zone. So basically she does believe in accountability, but not judgment. So although we're all on individual journeys here, it's essential to have someone... um, that you can process things with that um, is a judgment-free zone. And she talks about uh, going first. Um, so she does talk about opening up with pe- two people around you so that you um, you stop questioning your suffering. So you can see if people in your life are willing to show up and be authentic just like you are. So you be authentic first and then see the people around you that you know stay around you. Um, And then she talked all about trying another perspective. And you know, I'm obsessed with this because that's the whole coaching model, right? And that's why coaches are so powerful because um, there's a wonderful expression. You can't read the label when you're inside the jar. And so shifting your perspective or pulling yourself out from a different perspective and looking in is really, really essential and important for many reasons in our life. So she does encourage us to try another perspective. And as she put it in her book, as she said, Ask yourself if this is real. So our minds are incredible. And if we're not careful, just thinking about the possibility of something terrible happening can actually make us as you know, feel terrible as if it is happening or has happened. And so that's what she talks about in her book. So kind of asking yourself if things are real, then she talks about step outside your perspective. So once you know the reality of the situation, it's time to separate yourself from your emotions. And you know, me with all the CB, um, cognitive behavior therapy, it's like connecting your, our beliefs and our stories and our limiting beliefs and things like that. And that's kind of what she's saying here is to step out of our perspective and separate our our thinking from our thoughts and our, our uh, th- emotions, right? Separating our emotions from ourselves and our thinking. So she does talk about just taking a momentary pause just to give yourself some space to make a, the shifts that you need. 
she talks about um, see if you can make the opposite true. So, so, so this is kind of um, the disputation, right? Taking your thinking to court. And so she talks about um, see if you can make the opposite true. So see if you can find a way for the opposite of what you're thinking to be true. And this in positive psychology, we always talk about this, right? Take your take your thinking to court and questioning your thinking so that you can have a more objective perspective on things. Um, then she also talks about, so a, she talks about aiming yourself um, with examples of the perspective you want. So basically, once you have done the, the exercise is try a new perspective. So aim yourself with examples of the perspective that you actually want to take. So you are an you are um, she talks about surrounding yourself with the people that you want to be around with regularly as well. And we're an average of the people that we surround ourselves with. You've heard that expression before and, um, which is so true, right? Like when I know when I hang out with some of my friends that are like avid runners or I see them, you know, running and I see, it's like, oh my gosh, like, you know, that influences me and it does make me want to, um, get some more cardio perhaps. So that, that's a general thing, right? And, 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 I've highlighted quite a few books on the power of influence and people around uh, us and we how we become more like the people that we surround ourselves. And science has backed that, actually. So um, she does then talk about change your mind about getting better. So research um, specific problems. So she does say um, to to go out and research. So when you have a challenge or a struggle, she says, instead of Googling best books for personal development, she is suggesting that we focus on areas that we're struggling with the most. So there are countless approaches to learn from. And so she does recommend that um, whatever we're going through to specifically seek out um, development in that area. So dig into the topic that you need and uh, not just a category is what her suggestion was. She also talked about learn in a way that works best for you. So um, you want to absorb the information that works for you. So if you love YouTube, then go on YouTube and learn from there. If you love TED Talks, watch a whole bunch of TED Talks. If you love reading like I do, um, read books relating to what it is that you're struggling with. And that's really common sense. Um, so uh, different and try a different approach is another thing that she suggests. Um, so one telltale sign that we have a fixed mindset is that we're thinking the same thoughts over and over again, and we think that things won't work, and we and we haven't necessarily tried other things. So this is I'm just saying what she has said in her book, right? So keep trying different approaches until you stumble on ones that help you. Now I do believe in like you know synergistically trying you know, lots of different things that might support you when you're going through struggle and challenge so that, um, exactly that is that, you know, certain things will resonate with you. And, um, it's a culmination of so many things that you could do and that would help you. So then she does talk about hacking your courage and she talks about know that you can figure it out. Um, so she basically says that if you do something wrong, which we inevitably will, um, she says, learn how to do it right. Um, so you'll become less afraid over time. And she always suggests that throughout her book that to remember that you can try again in different ways until you do figure it out. So just know that you can figure things out and that um, you'll become less afraid 
great over time. And this is how we can hack courage. She talks about study the courageous. So, and I do love this suggestion. It's basically, you know, looking to your mentors, look for evidence um, that it's possible. I love when people prove things possible because then it inspires me. Um, so she does suggest until you can, until you can do it yourself, she suggests, and this is a great suggestion of read about others who have done it before you learn to be better, you know, learn to get better. Um, and it's really important because that really helps you, right? So leading and leaders and warriors, they really do prove, prove it's possible. So she does talk also about face your fears already. And that's the way she puts it. Cause her whole book is like, you know, she's talking to you, like she's your best friend. Um, so the longer you hesitate, the bigger the fear becomes is what she said. And I liked her little equation that she had here. She said, basically fill in the blank. Ready? So the things I'm afraid of most right now is, or the thing I'm afraid of most right now is, and then follow it up with this. If that happens, I'll fill in the blank. And so that's an, so, and then she says, um, after that answer, say, and once that happens, I'll, so she says to keep asking yourself and try to come up with the answer so that basically what you're doing is you're like looking at the worst case scenario and in positive psychology that that's where we, we look at it. Worst case, best case, most likely. And that's a wonderful tool to help you. So if the worst were to happen, you know, you know what you would do in those situations and that's how you can hack your confidence and courage. So, um, and this is basically what she's talking about here um, in her book and in positive psychology, we call it the implementation intention. So if this happens, I will. And so you plan it beforehand so that you can be prepared. Okay. So then she talks about showing up. So she says, get the kind of help that you need. So, um, basically she talks again about figuring out what works best for you and what help that you need the most right now. Um, you know, even if it doesn't make sense to other people is how she put it in her book. So every single one of us responds to stress in very different ways. So we do need to show up in a way that we can be kind to ourselves and, um, seek help from others. Um, so that she does recommend that she also talks about be fanatical about managing your stress. And I couldn't agree with this more. So take care of yourself, um, is all about, you know, looking after yourself in terms of your family, your business, your community, right? You can't pour from an empty cup is what she's saying. We're trying to care for all these things. Um, but especially in a time of crisis, she really does emphasize that we need self care in building it into our everyday, staying hydrated. She talks talks about eating healthy food. She talks about taking your supplements. She talks about staying away from social media. And most importantly, she talks about getting lots of sleep. So again, lots of common sense here, wonderful reminders on self-care. Uh, and then she talks about get real about your finances. So there's a whole section. I don't know why, but there's a whole section in here about getting real about your finances. Um, and so she talks about finances can be learned. She talks that, you you know, nobody, including like Warren Buffett, um, ever came into this world having financial wisdom. So she does talk about learning and growing throughout your lives and, um, that you can do that too. She talks about understanding your financial perspective. So if you have a bad feeling about money, it's about the past that you've made this feeling this way. And so what she's suggesting is that you, um, 
challenge that belief or that particular belief about money and, um, yeah. And so, and really answering or, or challenging this so that it's, it can help shape our perspective about money. So she does talk about getting guidance too and, and, and um, having a healthy relationship with money. So that's basically it. So it's her whole book is based on her trove of grief. So Holis, she's like unearths a whole bunch of, you know, things, sorrows that she has gone through and exposes her humanity um, essentially within this book and makes her seem human because we are all human and we're not immune to struggle and turmoil. And, um, yeah, so this, this book is, 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 it's really nice because it does walk you through on surface level. Um, lots of these reminders about what it is that we can do, um, when we are faced with things that, whoa, like I did not see that coming. Um, so again, it was a really easy read and really nice reminders, um, of the things that we can do and, and her message, if you were to just to pick one message that's going through her whole entire book is that the message is you will get through this. And, um, humans can endure anything so long as they cling to hope for what tomorrow will bring. And that's her main message within her book is like cling to that hope. Um, it, it, her message is, is that the bottom line is, is that we have a choice. Um, and especially when we're faced with things that we're not expecting. So that's it, my friends. I know it's a very different book than I typically highlight because, you know, I'm obsessed with positive psychology and the science behind human flourishing. And uh, there's not a lot of science back in this book, um, but it was a wonderful inspiration, especially um, really catchy. And it feels almost like it's your best friend encouraging you to keep going. And, um, and that's really what this book is about. So I hope you enjoyed that that highlight. And, um, of course I'll go back to our wonderful science-based, um, books, uh, coming, coming next week. So thank you everybody. And of course, if you have a suggestion or a book that you really would love for me to read and highlight, make sure you just send me a message. I would love to hear about it. I have a whole stack obviously of books that I'm excited to read and, and eager to jump into, but I love hearing from you as well. So thanks everybody and have a wonderful week. If you like this podcast, it's like personal training for your mind. You've got to come over to my website at andreasidel.com where I take all these books and I hide them in this big, massive vault. There's hundreds and hundreds of books in there for you to learn and discover and grow from. So I really encourage you to head on over to my website so you can gain access to this vault. They're just waiting for you to read. Also, if you've been thinking about writing a book or, you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I'm your girl. I am a book doula. I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing. (laughs) So let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives. So head on over to my website to find out more about that as well. Be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode. And of course, share this with your friends, write a review because it really helps grow the show. And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.